Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. It's Tiki and Tierney on the fan. Tiki Barber. They need to do everything they can to hold on to Daniel Jones. If he keeps growing like we expect him to do, like Josh Allen did, the New York Giants will have the best quarterback in the NFC East. And that's with Jalen Hurts almost being an MVP this season. Brandon Tierney. Julie loves on the show all year. And a million ways sideways, I try to ask him whether you're going to guarantee a playoff spot. Is Daniel Jones the right guy? Nothing. His first TV appearance, he makes national headlines. Of course, Julie Love is dead to me. Tiki and Tierney on the fan, 1019 FM and the Odyssey. All right, 10 3 on the fan. What's going on, everybody? This is the Tiki and Tierney show. Let's rev it up. Tiki is out in Arizona. A little Super Bowl stuff for you. But here they are, those Nets. The Nets doing what the Nets do. Getting a whole lot of ink, getting a whole lot of conversation, getting a whole lot of debate. And really getting it uh, despite accomplishing absolutely nothing. Let me tell you something right now. To me, I really thought about this, right? I don't want to be a prisoner of the moment. I don't want to overreact. So I really thought about this before I'm about to say what I'm about to say. Or before I say what I'm about to say. Nobody, nobody, and I challenge anybody to find something. Nobody in the history of our city on the New York sports scene made such earth-shattering moves, moved mountains to buy, acquire, relevance, championship pedigree, and accomplished so little. Complete waste mm-hmm. of time, aggravation, disrespect, a mockery, and where did it get you? It got you nowhere. Nowhere. Yeah, but I mean, but let me ask you this, BT. Was yes, it D. worth it? No. If you're if you are the Brooklyn Nets, was it worth it? I would argue it absolutely was worth it because Think about what their stated mission was with Joe Shy, uh, Joe Sy, when they came to Brooklyn, which was to claim New York and start dominating on the the national scene. They had all of that. They had the opportunity to, uh, you know, take headlines away from the Knicks or whoever, whatever else was going. And for certain stretches, they did that. Right. They became relevant. They became a national conversation in so many ways. And hell, we, we discount it because of what it feels like they've, they, they did over the last three seasons, but they were consistently in the playoffs and they were a Kevin Durant, you know, half of a toenail away from getting to the Eastern Conference Finals. So, I mean, yeah, I understand they didn't accomplish what they wanted, which is winning a championship. But now I think organizationally, they've set themselves to a, to another standard, to a level of expectation that they now are forced to try to achieve to. Like they can't just be, eh, we're the Nets. We're sitting out here in Brooklyn. We're the second fiddle to the and the little kid to the to the to the New York Knicks. Like they've now changed 
the expectation for the organization, even if this didn't ultimately work out in the championship. See, you know what think, I mean? I, well, I, I don't think they changed anything. If anything, I think they made it worse here, and I'll tell you why. This is a player's league, right? We've, we've long known this. Yes. Even really going back to Magic and Bird, but it was more team-oriented back then, but it's always been a player-driven league. I think, Teak, that the Nets are, are viewed now as, as toxic around the league. Because, first of all, like the coaching... So why do you say that? I'm going to tell you. The coaching okay. community, Go ahead. when they sacrificed Kenny Atkinson, who got absolutely shafted unfairly, unjustly by the Nets, that was wrong. Uh, the coaches Agreed. were like, wow, the Nets. man. They, all right, so they just did Kenny dirty. Okay. The players now, and I don't think this is – I don't think they well, – I don't want to say they don't have the right to feel this. You feel what you feel. Uh, I don't think it's accurate, though. I think the players around the NBA right now – are looking at the Nets as an organization that just did Kyrie and KD dirty. When in reality, it's Kyrie who took a scud missile to this whole thing. But the Nets, <laughs> the Nets are going to be viewed as toxic, a non-destination. Look what they did to Kyrie. Look what they did to my boy KD. I ain't going there. The Nets are irrelevant again. Completely yeah, but, I mean, oh, irrelevant. It's really, it's really interesting when you put it that way because I don't think that they did KD wrong. I think KD kind of got the best out of this. He signed this massive extension, and he then asked to be traded because he knew it was falling apart. James Harden worked his way out of here. Kyrie Irving was clearly trying to work his way out of this offseason. And so Kevin Durant, trying to escape, and he had no way to escape at all because of the contract that he just signed, now has a big deal, and he's going to the place that he wanted to go to, which is Phoenix. He now, we'll, we can talk about what – yeah, true, but he, one of his oh, one of his Phoenix. stated one of his stated places yeah, he yeah, wanted yeah. to go was Phoenix. So we'll give him like credit for getting to where he wanted to be. But look, Kevin Durant's got the best of all worlds right now. He gets out of a bad situation yep. and he goes someplace where if they're healthy and Chris Paul doesn't age out of it and Devin Booker gets back on the court, maybe they maybe they got DeAndre Ayton still. Maybe they become interesting, right? So oh, they're all they're almost all, they're like, championship viable. They can win the championship out there. Interesting. They might be the team but to be. But I don't think that they did wrong by KD. No, no, I, think I agree with you. Right but I think the KD. perception now, by players. No. By but isn't that us. a fallacy? Isn't that a fallacy? Absolutely. We talked about this yesterday. 100%. Right, we, we talk about Kevin, I'm not, not Kevin Durant, Kyrie Irving. Guys around the league love Kyrie Irving. And they'll look at Kyrie's situation, and, and, and he says, like the minute he gets a microphone in Dallas, he says, oh, I was disrespected in, in, in Brooklyn. Uh, they didn't treat me right. Like, what are you talking about? It's nonsense. You didn't, treat, you didn't treat them right. Like he creates his own narrative. But I think the discerning mind and agent and player will look at Brooklyn, this Brooklyn situation with Kyrie, and say, you know, that was kind of Kyrie. That wasn't really the Brooklyn Nets. The Brooklyn Nets were just trying to, like, fend off the body blows, right, and and and, and duck the uppercuts that were coming his way from Kyrie. So I think over time, it, this thing gets right for the Brooklyn Nets. At least the perception gets right for the Brooklyn Nets. But at the end of the day, they had to raise what their expectation is as an organization. And by taking a shot, even though it failed, yeah. at KD and Kyrie and even Harden, um, you know, Ben Simmons, I guess you could throw in there, but he's an afterthought at this point. But, like, you had to take that shot because now people know that the expectation is not just sit here and be middle of the road, maybe we're good every now and then, Brooklyn Nets. Eight seven seven three three seven sixty six sixty six. We'll get into, you know, what the Nets got back in the deal and what we think about that. 
Uh, but let me raise another point here because one of the things that you said, and and I, I half agree, you know, you talk about the profile of the Nets. And when they engineered this whole thing and brought these superstars in here, of course you take the swing. I was hoping that, that the Knicks in real time got Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving, of course. Now, in hindsight, I'm thrilled they didn't. But I don't begrudge the Nets for making that move. But let's not... Let's not, you know, minimize or, or really, yeah, let's not overstate the impact of the Nets locally. The Nets' profile nationally is radically different from the profile of the Nets locally. And I'll give you an example here. I mean, all the, you watch ESPN, Stephen A., Jalen Rose, all those guys, Greeny, the, the whatever shows that they do. I mean, they are always talking about the Nets, Windhur- Windhorst, although they, they, they devote a lot of time to the Nets. We are the, I just want to point something out. We are the home. Of the Brooklyn Nets, the home, right? We have, based Meaning on it, WFAN is the home. Yeah, WFAN. We have yeah. the biggest Net fan that I know. I mean, real Net fan in in Evan. And I got to tell you, we've only got to know you know Keith the last year or so. Keith is a great Nets fan. So we've got two, just a little younger than Evan, and young Evan's been on the scene forever. That's why I say he's the biggest fan, and, and he, he he lives and dies with this team. How many times do we get Kevin Durant on the station? How many times do we get Kyrie Irving on the station? How many times do we get James Harden on the station? How many times do we get Steve Nash? Once, maybe, maybe once with Nash. How many times do we get Jacques Vaughn on the station? So don't tell me that this local, regional Nets profile exploded. The big, And this is not a shot at Evan. I've, I've always had his back with this. I love Evan. Evan is the biggest Nets fan that I know. We're the home of the Nets. The Nets didn't even care enough about us or their fans to deliver that guy, not me and you, Kim or Keith, a net. Think about that. So the national yeah, profile went through the roof. The local profile, whatever, completely mm-hmm. benign and borderline non-existent. And it's going to remain yeah. that way. But people went to the arena, right? People started. People were intrigued by it. You, it was a ticket that you wanted to go after. I know the attendance wasn't astronomical, but it did tick up when those guys were there. So I mean, look, there were some benefits to it. But I ultimately think that they had to take the shot. The Brooklyn Nets had to take the shot. Uh, they were going about it in this mundane. You know, we're developing these good kids. I get the the Kenny Atkinson thing. I completely agree with you. That was a that was a hose job. They were a playoff doing, team the year before he, Kyrie came. He was, he was doing a good job. And yeah. honestly, he probably would have been just fine with a couple of superstars on the team as well. It would, it would have helped probably enhance his message that he's trying to send about what it takes to become a winner because both those guys that they bring in are, are, are winners mm-hmm. having won championships. And so I think I think that, ugly oh. from a coaching, ugliest team maybe. I mean, it was bad. But ultimately, they had to do it. They had to do it, and I, I can't fault them for doing it. And I think in the long run, it changes what this organization well, okay. wants to do going forward. Okay, I, I, I agree with almost both things to an extent. You, of course you had to do it. No one's here to debate that. You had mm-hmm. to. I think where, where I go is that I think the Nets empowered these players too much. They just gave them too much juice. They acquiesce to him. I know it's a player's league. There's got to be a pecking order of who is in charge. And for minute one, the first flag, you know, was raised above the ship. It's a collaborative effort. We don't really need a coach. That was the first sign this ain't working. Well, actually, yeah, that was the first sign. The other sign was before that in 2019-2020, Kyrie's first year, Kevin Durant was obviously hurt when he said, listen, just look around the team. We don't have the pieces. We're not that good. I mean – 
And I know that he kind of walked it back a little bit. And you and I had Joe Harris shortly thereafter on the national show. And we asked him about that. He's like, Kyrie's a good teammate. But if you're in the room Mm -hmm. when Kyrie said what he said back in, I want to say January, and it just turned 2020. So obviously a few months before, you know, COVID really took over our world and the world. This guy's out there saying, no, we're not good enough. Just look around the room. Look who I'm playing with. So for years, it's been <clears throat> the, the ROI is is as low as you could possibly get on anything. Yes, they had to take a swing. But don't tell me the Nets are in a better place. They're not. The Nets are going back to their little teeny tiny hole of irrelevance, and they will not be heard from again until they do something big, mm-hmm. which also will probably fail like this and like Garnett and Pierce. I mean, every couple of years they take yeah, these monster swings out of desperation, and it doesn't work. Yeah, the the Garnett Pierce thing—that's hard to explain. It's hard to like just to get behind and justify because those guys were clearly washed. But I think it was it was similar in that they were trying to make themselves nationally relevant, and it did work for a little while. But ultimately, they had no shot of winning. This was different because it was similar. They were trying to make themselves nationally relevant, and it could have worked. Right? They were this close to actually making it work with James Harden and Kyrie and KD when they uh, when they played together. They were they were they were outstanding. I mean, they were 16 games. They were 13 and three. They easily could have been one of the most dominant teams. It just didn't work out. And I can't fault them for it. But at the same time, when I look back on it, I have to say it was worth it. I really do. I know. I know. Yeah, there's I, no I don't know what the basis. I, do I don't know what, what you based that on. Why? Well, we'll get we'll get more because to now it. the expectation. Expectations. Nobody expects anything from the Nets. Change expectations. Well, I do. I do. I don't expect them to just draft, you know, late first rounders or mid first rounders or second rounders and say, "Hey, we're going to hire a coach, Jacques Vaughn, who's now our coach." Is going to you develop these guys? I expect them to try to aggressively go after superstars, and whatever that means, it means. Gotcha. All right, T. We're inside of our Town Fair Tire Studio. Our friends at Town Fair remind you that you always get the guarantee lowest price on name brand tires from Connecticut to Maine. Nobody beats Town Fair Tire. Nobody. How do you view this? How do you view this whole soap opera uh, of the Nets? And we'll get into what they got back. The Knicks made a little move. They might make more today, but Durant gone, Kyrie gone. Unfathomable the day that they actually came to actually see how little they accomplished and how bad it ultimately was. And it takes a knee and a New York Giants are the Super Bowl 42 champions. When this happened, you talked about it on The Fan. They knock off the mighty Patriots 17-14. to 14. When New York sports happens, talk about it here. The Fan, 1019 FM, and always live on the free Odyssey app. All right, Tiki and Tierney back on the fan. You know, you ask yourself the question, and I'll ask it for you, if you haven't asked yourself the question. How are the Nets tangibly in a better spot today than they were before they acquired Kyrie and Kevin Durant? Well, yeah, you, could, you talk to, you know, a slight ratings uptick, and that could obviously be documented. And I've read a bunch of articles over the last couple of years that, you know, obviously illuminates that. Attendance. Uh, in certain spots has gone up, no question. You know, in, in the business of being fair here, I do think that there's a possibility. Now, to what extent? I'm not here to overstate it, but I think it would be irresponsible to ignore it. I'm sure there were a bunch of 8, 9, 10-year-old kids, boys and girls, impressionable sports fans age right in that wheelhouse, right, where their mom or their dad or their uncle, whomever's uh, a Nets fan, even if they didn't grow up a Nets fan, they relocated to Brooklyn, they adopted the Nets, and 
or you're from Brooklyn and you're from Queens or you're from Long Island, you're just as grunted with the Knicks and maybe you latched onto the Nets and whatever. If you're young and you're enthralled with the duo of Durant and Irving, and if you're young, you certainly would be, uh, there's a chance that you stick with the Nets for your lifetime. So, yeah, uh, I'm sure on some level they, they gain some more fans. But to me, their their national profile went through the roof. Their local profile was always relatively stagnant. And uh, I don't think they're in a better place today at all. I, I don't. But, of course, you, you take the swing a couple of years ago. But right now, uh, they're walking back to the dugout with their heads bowed because they just struck out. That's what happened. Yeah. They struck. Yeah. They took a good swing. Yeah, you you lose two super. Yeah, when you lose two superstars, there's really no way to put a positive spin on it. You're just you're just worse as a team for whether or not that's winning, you know, ability or just interest ability. Because right now, I mean, why are you watching the Nets if in, unless you just want to see young kids develop or you really like Jacques Vaughn? There's no reason to watch them for the next rest of the season unless they make some huge move by three o'clock this afternoon uh, eastern time which i don't think is going to happen they're probably done and just kind of sitting and settling in for what the next couple of months are going to be like but there's not a reason to be excited about the nets uh even if you are one of these new net fans like what what are you looking at what are you saying well i can't wait until this like what are you waiting for well i, right I will now? say this there's, to you though you nothing know, exciting about the nets yeah when you're you gotta remember though when you're young you don't process it through the eyes of a championship and and big big macro picture like some of my favorite mm. nicks early you don't think so anymore no, no not when you're eight nine ten years old no like some of my favorite Knicks, Gerald Wilkins yeah, couldn't different. shoot. That's different. Rory Sparrow was was awful. I mean, you know, Louis Orme, rest in peace, was you know a, a borderline fringe NBA starter slash reserve. I mean, the Knicks didn't have anybody before they got Ewing and BK got hurt. So, but I didn't look at it that way. Yes, there's more. I think fans are certainly more sophisticated now than than we were, and when we were eight and nine, because they have more access to stuff. Yeah, but I don't think that they view it exclusively through the prism of a championship window. I think they had their guys, and I think they still enjoy it, young boys and girls. But yeah, but, doesn't change. You're not going to win but anything now, anytime but now soon. If you're, if you're a young Net fan, are you excited to go watch the game the next couple of days? I can't Probably answer not. that. I, I hear so you. you I, you're wounded because two guys you you loved are gone, but. Yeah, I, I just loved seeing the Nick uniform when I was that age. So I, I'm probably the wrong person to ask. I, I don't know. Uh, yeah. I'll tell you this though: like, there's a lot of debate. Will the Nets get back? I actually think the Nets did fine in terms of the return. Kyrie Irving sabotaged all ability to maximize Kevin Durant's trade value. All right. Can you make the point, and I said this the other day, probably better off waiting to the summer to include more teams and be able to plot this out uh, in a more structured way rather than be under the gun by a deadline. Yeah, but let me just point something out. As good as the Suns are, right, CP3's old, Kevin Durant's getting old, and he's still great, but he's getting old. Uh, and when you get, and I do love Bridges, good player, when you get uh, four first-round picks unprotected, now this year won't mean anything because the, the Suns might win the championship, but you start getting to 2025 and 2027 for sure, and 2029, CP3's retired, KD's busted just about probably done, and Booker might be so disenfranchised mm -hmm. with the state of the team, he might demand the trade. So those things could be very valuable. I think the Nets did okay. I do. Yeah, no, I think they did. And I think that the that the the Suns knew that they needed to win now 
And I don't, I'm not saying they're going to win now, but the West is very takeable, right? There's not a dominant team out West. So getting to the conference finals, that's got to be their primary goal. And if Kevin Durant is healthy, then that, that helps you get to that primary goal. They have new ownership. Uh, he's very aggressive. He's very much a let's do it now type of guy and be, you know, he talks in superlatives. Like he, he's not going to just beat around the bush and say he's going to do things. If he's going to do something, uh, he's going to do it. And that's that's exactly what I think how this deal transpired for Kevin Durant. All right. These calls should be fun. Let's get to you. 877-337-66. Okay. Picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. 66 Rich Staten Island on the fan, Tiki and Tierney Rich. Hey, Tierney and Tiki. What's going on? Thanks for taking my call. Okay, Rich. Well, listen, my respect for the net organization, the the big shots upstairs, has increased dramatically. I'm sorry. I'm I'm glad that someone finally pushed the button and got rid of these 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 prima donnas. I mean, who do they think they are dictating to the owners how to run a basketball team? I understand you want input from your employees, but at the end of the day, they're employees and they do what the owners want that should be required to be done. I I'm, I I I as much as I like Kyrie on the Kyrie on the court was amazing. KD on the court was amazing. They 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 were true basketball players, and they wanted the championship. But there's just too much baggage with both of them behind closed doors. Look at why he was. Remember what Kyrie did up in Boston? Yeah. Boston got fed up with them. We got fed up with them. And and good riddance. Good riddance to Dallas and and Phoenix. I, I'm I want to start with a fresh clean plate and. My respect for the net organization has increased. 
Okay. I mean, I, yeah, I, well, they're starting over. Thank I mean, you, Rich. Th- yeah, I was going to say, appreciate Good you, Rich, but th- they're starting over. That's for damn sure. The question is, what does it look like? Is it going to be this slow, methodical, let's get this guy? It just, I, I think that they have to be aggressive, just like they were with Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving. Maybe not to that extent, but if you're going to do it, make sure you do it right. I think they learned a lesson this time. If you're going to do it, do it right. Don't get an aging superstar who's coming off injury or a prima donna who has a history of being disruptive. You can get stars. You can chase them. Absolutely do that, and I think they should. Yep. But you got to do it right this time. You can do it. You can do it. Uh, I don't know that I would give the Nets the credit that our last caller did. I I certainly respect his take. Uh, But the Nets did what they did because they had to. They pushed this button Mm -hmm. because they were desperate, because they empowered uh, players to an extent that was never going to benefit the franchise at the end of the day. If they didn't win a championship, it was going to be combative, it was going to be divisive, and there was going to be a blur of power. So I'm not going to credit the Nets for doing this. They had to do this. I think they got decent return, myself. Uh, not everybody agrees. That's fine. But And by the way, you know, I want to see Camp Thomas. You said there's nothing to watch. Camp Thomas, let's go for 40 again. Yeah, that's right. Fans like Dude, that he's stuff. Balling. Yeah, he's balling. I mean, because... That that's how you make a natural national story without having a superstar. You you do consistently great things. And Cam Thomas, hats off to him. He's doing great things right now. Yeah, I mean, if Cam if the Cam Thomas was on the Knicks or or a Nick, a young Nick, did what he's in the process of doing. I mean, this is almost like Linsanity, but Lins- I don't think I think I don't even think Linsanity scored forty. I think his high was against the Lakers, 36 or 38. Yeah. So yeah. the point right. is, Nick fans would be going bonkers over what Cam Thomas is doing, and rightfully so. So it's not that there's an absence of things to root for. It's just uh, it's it's a different speed as we get to John and Huntington. What's going on, John? How are you? Good morning, TNT. Um, I'm a jealous Knicks fan right now. I wish we <laughs> could have clean house with the roster the Knicks have. And, and That's interesting. Um, you, you, you know that as a Knicks fan. Because I'm not a Julius Randle fan at all. Um, with with uh, Miles Bridges though, and Cam Johnson, so Cam Thomas, and then also Corey Finney Smith, Claxton, Claxton. Yeah. Uh-huh. you got Dinwiddie running the point now. Yeah, and and you got a defensive team under Jacques Vaughn, where you got a lot of young scorers that'll buy in. And it's it's not going to be a me 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 team. You're going to see a lot better ball movement. Less ISO. I think this team is better off now and in the long run for for what you know a team should be going forward in the NBA. I mean, you're going to still have to find that one star, but I think they got the two and the yeah. three number guys, um, you know, in depth um, on this roster for for what you know you need in the NBA. And they're all under 26 years old. For for the young guys, you know, Dorian Finney-Smith and and Dinwiddie are are 29, but they're, they're, they're role players. They'll be great off the bench and, and good role players and good defenders. And, and they'll be a good tone setters for what Jacques Vaughn wants to do. He's gonna, he's a defensive coach. He's an old school, like, uh, Van Gundy, you know, Riley type of coach where he wants to play defense first. He wants ball movement. And he, he honestly wants his team to be just a team, not, not a number one guy and that's it. And, and getting rid of Kyrie was the, the linchpin to setting that off. Yeah, 
I mean, listen, the only thing I don't understand about the call, and thank you for the call, John, is uh, initially you hit the Knicks with a stray. Why are we catching strays with, uh, you hear that? He's like, ah, I, I that wasn't the a Knicks stray. Were, I, I, that I, was a jealousy. Yeah, but I'm not jealous. I love where the Knicks are right now. I get you that Randall's not a superstar, and I, have, no, I actually hope they trade Barrett today, which I don't think that they will. Uh, we'll get to Hart later. I love watching the Knicks every night. I'm fine. I'm not jealous. I think what he was saying, what I, know I think what he's he was saying, saying was that he's jealous that you guys have a, that, that the Nets have a clean slate to start over. Whereas the Knicks, who also aren't going anywhere, they're not winning a championship, are kind of sitting here stuck without a direction fully. I see. You know I don't agree. I, mean? I don't just, agree with the direction part. Championship? No. There's no. Of course not. You got a prime hmm. point guard, 25, 26 years old. I mean, got some assets, man. Okay. What What else are they building towards? Well, they're building you know, towards... And even if it's perceptual. Yeah. Even if it's perceptual. Like, the Nets feel like, all right, they strip down. There's no expectation. Whatever happens, happens. Yeah. The Knicks have been at this for a couple of years. Yeah, but not with these players. So, they, this but, is Jalen Brunson's first season. Uh, yeah. You I know? mean, he's the one He's the one exception. Well, yeah, I mean, Grimes the, is terrific. I love changes, Grimes is great. Quickly is good. It changes things. Oh, I know. I know. But none of these guys are championship superstars. Well, I, I get that. Right? So, I think... You gotta. You, ultimately, the Knicks need to make a move. Probably not this year because it doesn't seem like anything is on the horizon. But at some point, something needs to change from the status quo that they're stuck at. I think that's what he was trying to say. Listen, if I'm the Raptors, there's no way I would do this. But if if the Knicks could ever find a way to lure the Raptors into a real meaningful conversation, I know that OG's on the table, but also uh, Siakam. Mm-hmm. Hey, R.J. Barrett's got roots up there in Canada. Played for the Canadian national team. He's revered up there. Uh, he's not as good as Siakam. I mean, he'd have to give up some first-round pick. I, listen, I, I don't rule out the possibility of the Knicks doing something really interesting today. I wouldn't put money on it. I'm not expecting it. But there's still an overflow of bodies where it wouldn't surprise me if they made it a pretty decent trade. Really, it wouldn't. I don't think they're trading Randall. They need to. Yeah. Well, even if they don't, you know, this team strikes me as, I'm not, like, everybody, well, Knicks, in the play, Knicks aren't going to be in the play-in. Knicks are going to be six or six, you know, Knicks will be fine. Mm-hmm. Josh Hart could play. Yeah, and so are the Nets, by the way. And by the way, so are the Nets. Not like they're falling out of the playoffs because they trade Kevin Durant. Yep. They're a good team yep. right now. Yep. You know, they're not great. No, no, no. They're, 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 they're competitive. Not Boston. Yep. They're not beating Milwaukee. They're just, but they're a good team. Mm-hmm. And they're well coached. That's all you can ask for. Uh, listen, uh, it didn't go the way you wanted. Of course, you take the swing. Uh, it could have been a lot worse if you just said, you know what, Kyrie, we're not trading you. And he made everybody's life more miserable. And then... You know, you had to trade him, and you were in a weaker position over the summer, and Kevin Durant, like, it could have gotten worse. I, I actually think that they were proactive enough where I give them credit. Now, their hand was forced by Kyrie's petulance, but they could have just kind of ignored it and tried to. I, I, I thought they were fairly proactive and um, really fairly demonstrative when you think about it when you got rid of Durant as well. I think the Nets made out okay. I do. Let them have it. Call the fan at 877-337-6666. Powered by Superbook Sports. Visit Superbook.com. All right, Tiki and Tierney back on the fan. What's happening, everybody? Yeah, inching towards the big game. Tiki's out there in Zona. Super Bowl. Obviously, we'll start to crank that up for you. But this Nets mess... I would like anybody, I would challenge anybody, I I really will, to come up with uh, a worse decision or execution of a plan than the Brooklyn Nets. 
But they went to the playoffs. Oh, dude, but they BC. went to the playoffs the year before they even had Kyrie. Would you stop with that? They went yeah, to the playoffs they, with Kenny Atkinson. And they took they they got, they took the Bucks all the way, you know, down to the, the last you know, game seven. Oh. Obviously it was KD being a star. Yeah. They put the a batter, batter up you, for that? You no, get a batter now not. for toe on the line? No, not at all. We called the toe least, banner. But at least they were there. At least they were there. They were very relevant for for a couple of years. You know what I and hope then the injuries took over. Yeah. You know what I really hope though? I hope that you know, maybe we needed a super team. We put quotes around that. To implode in such amazing fashion, like the Nets. I know where you're going. To correct course. Like almost mm. like a warning flare to the rest of the NBA uh, and, and maybe incentive to, to build more organically. It's an interesting thought because I think, not that it was you know guaranteed that Kyrie and KD... And even when you had James Harden, they were going to win a chance. Nothing is ever guaranteed in sports. It's just there's too many moving parts. But if there was a group with LeBron aging out and you know not really being that guy, Anthony Davis, he's just kind of a guy at this point. He's never healthy. You look at Kawhi Leonard, who we talked about the other day. He's just he kind of is falling into a non-factor. Paul George isn't that guy. I guess there's some young players like Tatum and. Jalen Brown up in Boston, Giannis, obviously, but... John Moran's coming. Yeah, but I'm just saying like a group of really good players, like great players together, Yeah, there aren't a lot. So you almost look you almost look at the KD-Kyrie thing and say, I mean, of course they're going to win a championship, but how can they not get two of the best scorers in the game right now on one team? And then you throw in James Harden at the same time, of course they're supposed to. But I think what it showed is it very early on, there was a disconnect. Remember James Harden was like the, I mean, he became the uh, like the peacemaker in the locker room. Like, he was the guy with common sense. And if the James Harden's the guy with common sense in your locker room, then something's going off. Something's wrong, right? Yeah. And so he wanted out there. He wanted out pretty quickly, which should have told you all you needed to know. These things don't just happen just because you throw great players all in a batch and try to mix them up and hope that it works. That's true. 877-337-6666. Let's get to Kevin down at Ocean City on the fan. What up, Kev? How are you today, Hey, Kevin? how y'all doing? Hey. Thanks for taking my call. Yeah. Um, at the outset, Brandon, you said the first thing you said was, what they did to Kyrie and what they did to Durant. And then Tiki eloquently explained to you where you were wrong on that. Well, I, I, don't, um, I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> well, when we, when the show – Tiki knows what I'm talking about. When the show first came on, okay. you said what the Nets did to Kyrie and what they did to Durant, like they did something to them. No, no, all and, I said was they Tiki, empowered them. They, they just gave them too much power. The Nets, the, well, the, well, Kyrie be, okay. killed the Nets. Be, I think. Okay, I think what he's, the, what, he, what he's what he's talking about, BT, is that yep. at the beginning it felt like we, you were saying the Nets are now now a toxic situation. A perceived what, to be toxic. You got to listen to what I'm yeah. saying there, Kev. Perceived to uh, be toxic. Well, yeah. man, and, but, and that's what well, I clarified, I Kev. Well, maybe well, Kev, I this is what I this is what I clarified is that everybody believes that Kyrie it, players think that Kyrie is this great like teammate and he's fantastic and he comes in this first press conference in Dallas and basically says you know they disrespected me which is the farthest thing from the truth and so I think the the perception is that the Nets did uh, Kyrie wrong and that's the farthest thing from from by the way he's saying that he said that in Dallas he's like the I wanted to leave right away the Nets disrespected Mm -hmm. me the Nets disrespected my family there's no way the Nets actually did that 
But no. people believe, players believe what Kyrie espouses. Yeah, well, they here's just the do. Thing. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. It's a thin line between genius and nuts. You know, and, and <laughs> genius on the. I mean, it is. That's true. Um, it's a, and, but, yeah. but here's what we're That's forgetting. Funny. Like a previous caller said, and I agree with him, I think the Nets are going to do better than people think. And what we're discounting is we have a very, very good coach. And um, the Nets are going to surprise people. I'm going to tell you the truth. They're going to surprise people. And um, it, this takes this takes a little more pressure off his jock to all this stuff. Now he yeah. can just coach, and that's what yeah. he does. And the moves aren't over yet. We don't know what's going to happen. Mm-hmm. But yeah. the point no, we is, still got a couple more we're going we're we're to surprise a lot of people. And that's going to surprise people. There and mainly, go, because, right. mainly because of Jacques Vaughn. Okay. Yeah. I got yeah. you. I can Thanks get down call, with buddy. that. Appreciate it. Kev, I could totally get down with that. I really like Jacques Vaughn. He's a straight shooter. We talk about this often. Whenever he talks, he's just he's keeping it real. Oh, he's good he's, for them. He's just saying, like, it is what it is. My fault. What happened in this game against, I forgot who they played. Maybe it was Boston, whatever. We weren't prepared. That was my fault. Oh, like, was that when they I, lost I, by, like, 40? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, lo- I love a coach that does that. Yep. It's just not like, yeah, we didn't play well. We didn't, you know, guys didn't hustle. We didn't, like, whatever. He just, it was my fault. We weren't prepared enough. Mm-hmm. Not like KD didn't prepare or Kyrie didn't prepare. It was my fault. We didn't do it. We didn't do enough yeah. to, get, to get ready for this game. Thumb to the chest. You know, I exactly. can't. I can't prove this, but... I would strongly surmise that he was able to diffuse a few things that we never even got word about. Like uh, that I think that if Steve Nash no is doubt. still there, I think it would have been even uglier. I think he was able no to kind of keep it together. I you agree know? with that. There's no doubt that that happened. Let's get Jack in. Uh, where is he? Yapa? Where, where, Jack, where are you, bud? Yapank. Yapank. How you doing, guys? Yapank. Hey. 55 and over, community strong. Remember? Oh, Remember me? Right. you did call us, but yeah, yes. how you doing, Jack? Uh, I'm calling you about the same thing again way back then with about this guy. You know, these three stooges, I cry Irving and the other two. You know, you got rid of uh, <laughs> James Harden, thank God. But my call is about, you know, I think the net, I'm not a Nets fan and I'm not a Nets hater, but I'm an NBA fan. I love the Knicks, you know, but the embarrassment that these guys, the, all of them, not, mostly now, of course, cry and Kevin Durant over there, crying them their ways out of this team that's actually doing good that actually has a good coach a good head and they're crying their way out of it to me it's more about the nba how are these guys stepping all over the ownership of these teams uh i'm shocked that uh that dallas dallas made the trade for cryy it's a joke it, i can't understand you can't watch basketball anymore as it is and now with these guys waking up in the morning saying, I want to be traded, and they get traded, and they ruin your team. Now, I think the Nets overall are in better shape because they got this, this, this stink out of them. And, and, you know, when, when they did it before with Paul Pierce and all that, that was good. That was actually fun. But these guys yeah. did not make it fun. Not one game, not one season, not one anything. And this well, guy, Jock Vaughn, it... took over, and, and, and he's done a brilliant job. I can't believe it probably could be a coach of the year if this goes through. But these two guys, these two crybabies, just took over the team. And, and yeah. now they got rid of them. And I think they did good. And I think I really do. I really, I hope the Nets bounce back because it's not, Brooklyn's not a bad place to play. play. It's the players. It's the players, bro. And it's disgusting. If anybody calls in after me and defends these two clown acts, it, 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 it just blows my mind. What should I NBA, do, Jack? Should, should I send them to, to, to your house? You can handle it? What do you want me to do if that happens, Jack? You tell me, Jack. <laughs> oh, no, no. We're not going there, <laughs> ah, man. I'm not it. like that. I'm, 
Now I'm, I'm teasing. 55 and over, bro. I got I'm you, not, man. Not, I know too. But it, it's got to, you know, something's got to give here. Well, then here's and, the problem, Jack. And I think you outlined some of the problems. And thanks for the call there, Teak. I got to tell you, and, you know, I, I've said this, in, I think, in different ways the last uh, year or so, maybe even the last two years. The NBA product, to me, is at an all-time low in my lifetime, mm-hmm. really. I, I think the commissioner is toothless. I, I really don't think he's got any sort of backbone with with with, with issues that matter and that change uh, the way his league is perceived. Coaches have no juice. There's just, you know... Six. It's a three-point contest every night. There's defensive mm-hmm. indifference. It's optional. You know, super teams, players demanding trades, teams acquiescing. Uh, the NBA product right now is atrocious. It stinks. Yeah, and it's well, it just feels like there's no like what what are you what are you expecting? There's no expectation. It just feels like it's random uh, now. Every game feels random. When we're too far away from the postseason, maybe things settle down after the trade deadline and teams, you know, start to, you know, become an identified team. I guess in Boston and Milwaukee, there's been some consistency there um, over the last couple of years. Milwaukee with the championship, obviously Boston always getting close, but just kind of feeling like they're a piece away. Right? I mean, maybe there are a couple of teams that feel stable, but for for most of the league, it's kind of like I don't even know who's on the team. Like I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't know what the what the identity is of a lot of the teams in the NBA. Not that we have to because we're not national anymore. We're local here. But even locally, what's the identity of Brooklyn Nets? Um, maybe it's what Zach just said. You know, it's, it's Jacques Vaughn. It's a, it's a well-coached organization, you know, a, a team now. Um, what's the identity of the Knicks? Play tough defense with Tom Thibodeau and, you know, hopefully one of your scores goes off. There's just not a ton of def- definition in the NBA this 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 season, really, and it's been the last few seasons. Eight seven seven three three seven sixty six sixty six. Teak and Tierney here on the fan. We're going to keep rolling with this KD and obviously by extension Kyrie Irving stuff. The Knicks made a little move last night. I like it. Maybe a foreshadow to something bigger today. We'll get to that. Okay, picture this: it's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue and guess what now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the name your price tool from progressive it works just the way it sounds you tell progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget get your quote today at progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust progressive progressive casualty insurance company and affiliates price and coverage match limited by state law (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. 
Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply.